Welcome to the Method On Demand content. This is one of my favorite topics to talk about, and we are going to talk about Delegation 101. Now, it is so easy when you think, okay, who knows a good VA? Have you ever thought that before? You feel overwhelmed and you think, I need a virtual assistant. I need help. What am I going to do? Who knows someone that's priced well? When actually, that's not the first questions you should be asking. I believe that there are two other main questions that you need to ask prior to hiring, to delegating within your business. So these questions, the first one is, what is the financial state of your business? Can your business financially carry someone to delegate to? And are you sure you are delegating the right things? So we're going to talk to those three things, two things. So the first one is I'm gonna talk about is how to know what tasks to delegate. And then I will tie that back into the first point of how do you know if you are financially ready to delegate in your business? So if you were to sit down and say, what am I gonna delegate in my business? It probably would be easy to go, um, well, I don't like writing emails. I don't like answering DMs a bunch of times, and that's important. I do wanna know what you do when you don't like, but the very first thing that I would love for you to do, if you currently do not delegate at all in your business, is I want you to write down a list of all of the tasks you do in your business, everything, including watching this training right now or listening to this training writing emails, checking DMs, posting to stories, going IG Live, sending out text messages, coaching your clients, on a sales call, doing a masterclass. I want you to write everything down that you do or have done in your business. And if you need help, you might need to open up your calendar on your phone and look back and see what have you been doing. So once you get that full list together of everything that you do in your business, I want you to write a time next to that. How long does it take you to listen to a training? How long does it take you to post stories? And not just talking to camera, but putting the captions, putting the text, putting the polls, all of it. How long does it take you to do all of those things? And next, I want you to write how much income is that bringing into your business. Now, some of it you might not know. You might not know how much an Instagram story brings into your business. You might not know how much watching a training brings into your business, but there are some things that you do know. You do know that every time you do five sales calls, you add one new client and that's an extra $1,000 a month, right? So I know you may not know the answer to all of them, But to the ones that you do, I want you to write that down. So now we have a list of what you do in your business, how long it takes you, and how much money it makes you. Now this might take a day or two for you to get together, and that's okay. The next thing we're going to do is we're going to look at the financial state of your business. Now, if you do not already have a financial budget, if this feels like a blur for you, while this is not a business finance course that you're a part of in the method, I do have an incredible financial coach that I can refer you to if you would like that information. 
just let me know she's actually been through this program she's been a client and a friend of mine and i'd love to connect you with her and see if that's a good fit now when you look at your business finances at the very very basic you should know how much money you're bringing in and how much money is going out at the very basic level and if you do not know what that is that's okay you can figure that out today open your business bank account and you can look back the past three months or the past six months and you can print those out and you can look it on paper how much money is coming in and how much money is going out and that will let you know how much is left over at the end of the month so you then know if you have anything or how much you have to work with to delegate to someone right now I've heard people say in the past, you could barter, and you absolutely can. You could barter services. So let's say you hire a VA, and in, in exchange for her giving you 10 hours of work, you give her $400 worth of services, right? So you, of course, can do that. My personal preference is to just pay straight out. I feel like it's clear and straight and black and white and everyone is happy. But you have to figure out what works best for you and what you are most comfortable with. And I will tell you that the bigger your business grows, the more you need to be ready to pay for the services that people are giving you, right? A million dollar business, a billion dollar business, they're not bartering, right? They are paying people for their services and there's that exchange of money. So let's say at the end of the month, after you've paid yourself, after you've paid all of your expenses, you have $200 left over. And you have been at this point just setting that aside in a business savings account. Well, what you could look at is if you were to hire a VA, let's say for $25 an hour for four hours of time, that's $100, that would take 50%, right? $100 out of that $200. What could she do? What would you have her do? Well, you would look at that list of tasks that you do in your business, see how long that they take, and if there are tasks that she can do that support the business growing, AKA bringing in money, that's what you have her do, right? Now, there may be tasks that you think, well, I don't know if email is bringing me in any money, and I don't know if text messages are bringing me in any money. My clients like them. I've been doing them for a couple months. I don't really see any financial benefit yet. What if she were to do those things so that you could be on more sales calls? That would move the needle forward in your business, right? So you get to make the decision as the business owner, as the CEO, as the entrepreneur on what are you going to focus your time on versus what are you going to hire someone to do. Now, I will share with you, there will be seasons in your business that you are the CEO, the chief everything officer, and there simply is not room in your budget with your financial goals to hire someone. And if that is the case for you, I'm going to encourage your goals to be a short-term goal, 30, 60, 90 days, that within that time frame, you are willing to be the chief everything officer to reach a certain financial goal so that you can bring someone on. 
because as your business grows, you will need to grow your team. Now, there are some people that say you don't need to hire anyone until you hit a million dollars. Personally, I've not found that to be true. So you need to just feel that as it goes along and think, okay, I've been doing everything for two weeks now. It feels okay in this season of life. Or I've been doing everything for two weeks now and I am beyond overwhelmed. I am beyond stressed out. And then you get to decide what is best for your business. So the benefit of setting a short-term goal is that if you are chief everything officer right now, you know, let's say it's a 60-day stretch that you're going to do that and you're 20 days in, I'm a third of the way there. I can do this for 40 more days. I can do this, okay, 30 more days, 20 more days, right? It's giving you hope at the end of the tunnel, if you will. So when it comes to delegating, that should be, you should delegate the tasks that free up your time to do um, um, the tasks that are more income producing. What I don't want is you to um, delegate out your sales calls or your coaching calls, right? That would be silly. You're the only one who can do those things. But write that list out of everything that you're doing. And if it helps, maybe you even highlight through. Here are the things that only I can do. If I had my VA show up to do this content training, that would not make sense, right? Because this is something that only I can do. So I just want to give you that food for thought about delegating 101 within your business. Now in the next video, we're going to do delegating 102. And you may or may not think that this might be the next topic, but we're going to talk about delegating in your home. And the reason for that is because remember, you are one person. You are holistic. You are one human being. And if you are stressed and overwhelmed in your business, it will slosh over into your home. And if you are stressed and overwhelmed into your home, it will slosh over into your business. So it will be very similar topics, but we will talk about some things that you could potentially delegate in your home to free up more time for you in your business. So in Delegation 101, when we talk about delegating in the business, right, a virtual assistant, tech help, um, even delegating to apps and technologies like Calendly, Project Broadcast, all of those things, there is a way that you can delegate in your home to free up more time for you to work your business. So if you have any questions, please drop them in Slack and I would be glad to answer them. I'll see you next time.